What is up, everybody? It's Yanni from the Four and a Half Mics here. And uh, this week, I am your half mic host. And the episode is going to be called Trust the Process. Um, this is a, a really cool episode. We talk about goal setting and about routines and, and kind of efficiency and whatnot. But uh, before you guys hop into the episode, we want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors, our boys at Sandbar Clothing Company. Uh, you go ahead and log on to Where's Your Sandbar dot com use code half mics for 20 percent off that's half h-a-l-f mics m-i-c-s uh, they've got really really cool apparel they come out with fresh stuff it's a it's a small business owned by some young guys who who really kind of have their priorities straight they really align with the priorities of the podcast so you support us we'd love for you to support them and um without further ado here we go Come on over, get up closer. All I need is your love. 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 What is up, everybody? This is Yanni from four and a half mics podcast and you are tuning in to episode number 16 before we get going with our topic we kind of want to give y'all who are listening in for the first time a little synopsis of what we do here basically the half mic host who is me right now um, we rotate around every single episode uh, picks a topic and we basically discuss as a group so i'm here with uh, the usual crew we've got nick max jake and chase hello and before we get started with a topic friend of me before we get started with our topic, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna start with one of our favorite segments called the Peanut Gallery. So, Nick, Peanut Gallery. All right, what do you got, Nick? Yo, we got an interesting one. Can you this imagine was... like a full scale gallery of peanuts? I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> I'm just like thinking about that right now. I'm sorry. Like an what? art gallery of peanuts? Yep. What number constitutes a gallery? More than it's several. art, bro. You can no, no, no. More well, than one. No, no, no. But is Mr. Planners the curator? No, guys. In the context of a peanut gallery, <laughs> a gallery is like a, it's like a collection, a, like a grandstand of people. You know what, Jake? I'm I like Max's gallery more. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Sorry, Nick. Go <laughs> this ahead. This peanut was found in 1827. <laughs> All right, peanut gallery. I'm not sure if y'all have heard of a lovely, lovely woman named Kaylin Ward. But Kaylin is a social media influencer. She's also a majorly big philanthropist. She is a big philanthropist. <laughs> Huge Max. philanthropist. And this is not this is not a philanthropy that's been going on for years, but more recently has been um, you know, brought brought to our attention with the Australia fires. Yeah, nonetheless, and for a very it, a very important cause. Yeah, you could say yeah. it happened in a flash. <laughs> okay well that joke will make sense in a second mm -hmm. but uh just quick side note australia getting absolutely worked and um maybe we should honestly like look into doing something for australia because the whole freaking country is getting burned and the craziest picture is the one where it shows australia everywhere there's fires and then puts it over the u.s mm -hmm. and basically it's like the entire u.s would be up in flames so it's it's bad over there uh, so yeah, donate. Maybe we'll get a page going or something. But what Kaylin did is the next level, and I don't think we're gonna do this. But here's what she did. It would not be Max, nearly as successful. Be I was gonna say, you ask, and we will, we will. Provide. Literally one like, and we'll do this. <laughs> so the article reads: Kaylin, 20 years old, whose Twitter username reads. 
the naked philanthropist took it to Twitter on January 4th and announced that she will send nudes to every person who will donate at least $10 to fundraisers for the wildfires in Australia. Quote, I'm sending nudes to every person who donates at least $10 to any one of these fundraisers for the wildfires in Australia. Every $10 you donate equals one new picture from me to your DMs. You must send me confirmation that you donated, she wrote in her tweet. Needless to say, <laughs> Caitlin has a rack on her and she has made $700,000 <laughs> in two days. That's She's a, a well-endowed young lady. That's a lot of $10 Needless donations. to say. She, this has been blowing up. That's 70,000 donations. <laughs> That's a lot of pictures you got to take. Yeah. I'm not sure how she's handling all this hype, but she blew up and uh I mean, she's she's making money for a is, cause right now. Is she Australian? No. Oh, she's not? No, she's from the US. Oh. She her, just really loves koalas. Yeah. <laughs> how she, industrious of her. Well, on a, on a Okay, let me how where do I start here? Nice, nice is where I start. That good for her. I mean, look, that's that is 2020 as fuck in 2019, right? Did it happen in 20? Did that or nope, just happened in January. 2020? That is 2020 as fuck. Good for her. Use your power to create some good. Like at, at least it's not something like it. It it is definitely a win win scenario for her. Win for the attention to her. Win for the money donated to Australia. And I'm glad that she motivated people. But it's crazy what's going on over there. To your point. Well, I don't, I don't know if we can, I don't know if she, is she like an adult entertainment no, actor? No, she was just an in Instagram model, like an Instagram model and well, there's they this, shut down her account yeah. because of what she did. She's been, I think she's done, I don't know if she's done something similar to this that's created the Naked Philanthropist handle on her Twitter, but I feel like that's not totally brand new, is it? I think it, I don't know, to my knowledge it is. Okay. She's new to me. As the naked philanthropist. True. She's new and nude. Yeah. <laughs> She's not a porn star, for sure not. She's just an Instagram. Well, honestly, you got to think that those adult entertainment companies probably slid into those DMs and gave her some sort of offer 100%. now that she's blowing up. I mean, you think like they the, made a donation to the wildfires? They probably did. Yeah. But don't forget, Pornhub did that thing. Save the bees um, with the bees, where they basically had they a did. bunch of Porn videos. Saved the bees. Yeah, they single-handedly saved wow. the bees. Yeah. They narrated bees pollinating. Yeah, with this, erotic adult noises. Oh my goodness! Dude, this Wait, is the, what I never heard. It's a big this. campaign. It's actually a, it's actually a, a really cool thing they did. They donated a whole bunch of money, but mm -hmm. basically they just have a whole bunch of videos. They should. They're the number of, one searched website on Google right are now. Are they really? Yeah, that blows my mind. hundred percent. Number Does one. Does it actually blow your mind though? Number one visited website no. on the internet so yeah so they have videos of bees pollinating flowers and they basically dub over they hire yeah. actresses to dub over it in in a sex scene it's called the bee sexual channel yeah. oh yeah help these plants grow <laughs> yeah and so they yeah. uh <laughs> um to the point of the of the wildfires though some of these stats are are eye-opening uh Half a billion animals are supposedly yeah. dead. Holy Tw shit. 20 human deaths. I'm trying to... Oh, 14... It's, 20, it's like the 30 now. It's like 28 plus. Okay. I don't know when this article's from. I gotta look. 14.7 uh, million acres have been burned. That's, that's ridiculous. It's a lot. It's a lot Think of about it from... Because uh, I was reading a story um, that people are donating like food, like vegetables and stuff, and they're like basically just airdropping carrots and like other vegetables that. out of helicopters. They that's drop sick. like tons of vegetables. 
for the so animals. If you're like an animal. Yeah. Yeah. For the animals to eat. Cause there's no, there's sure. no fertile, like, you know, trees and stuff for them to get their plants from. So like, think about it from an animal's perspective, like a fire just comes in and like purges all of the week. Yeah. And then some God just is raining ca- ca- carrots. <laughs> That's how religions start right there. The sky. Yeah, there's, we're starting a koala religion Dude, a th- over in Australia right now. Over a third <laughs> of the koalas in New South Wales are, which is where Sydney is, that whole area, right. um, are dead. Oh, yeah. So I've, been, sad, I've been meaning to read into this more because obviously I think there's some political corruption going on there too. And it's just, it's a disaster. Um, but yeah, all things aside, it's a funny article, but money is being raised. So shouts out to Kalen though. Thanks Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All Shouts right. out to my buddy Clyde. He's a Reddit god. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next we have our other favorite segment, Heady Hypotheticals. And Max, what do you got? Okay, so for the hypothetical today. I need help. I need to remind, remind the me. Second the second time so, Max forgets the, the Heady so hypothetical. This past weekend, Neil Pert of Rush fame passed away. R.I.P. to a legend, one of the best rock and roll drummers of all time. Top yep. three ever. Um, yes. Um, he passed away. So in honor of Rush and Neil Peart, I guess Neil Peart and Rush. Um, and Neil Peart. Don't forget about him. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> the drummer. I, feel like, I feel like I said that backwards. Anyway, <laughs> in, honor, in honor of them, what, if you could go back and see any like classic rock and roll band in their prime at an event, like what band, what band would you choose? It doesn't have to be classic, right? They can just be aging. Or yeah, just like I'm saying like, in their prime is basically the, the like you could have seen Rush, you know, last year. It's not the oh, same okay. as it's if you the saw them in 19. You literally could have seen them last year. Oh, good. Right. I've got a good one. Oh, I think for me, it's a good one, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah. I would love to see, I would have loved to see Black Sabbath. Whoa. Yeah. That's a good one. It's an mm. intense, intense experience. That's solid. So, I would love to see them in their prime. Mm. Mm. Would you I, go? Would you, would you choose sacrifice? Yeah. Would concert? you choose the one where he bit the head off the bat? That that's was Ozzy Osbourne. That's Ozzy Osbourne. Black Sabbath. Ozzy Osbourne's the lead. Singer. I was gonna uh, say, yeah. I just uh, remember that from. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wait. Did we just brain fart? Oh, you're right. Out of that one. Holy shit, dude. Ozzy yes, Osbourne I would love. I would love to go to that one from being the lead singer of you're Black right. Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Yanni, we'll stick together. We fucked it's that. Right. Yeah. Mondays are awesome. <laughs> I just want to hear War Pigs on repeat, live. Nice. So, I would like I would like to see Queen with Freddie Mercury as the frontman. Solid. That so would, we're going dead guys. That would be nuts. That'd well, be pretty always. cool. There's a tie for me. I don't I don't know how I would choose between these two, but I would either want to see Jimi Hendrix live yeah. at Woodstock because that's like one of the most famous guitar performances of all time, and Woodstock was so fucked up that he was supposed to be the Sunday evening headliner, but they were so pushed back that he Mm -hmm. didn't get to play until 5 a.m. on Monday morning. (laughs) And so the crowd was only like 50,000 people because it was the closeout of the whole festival. So it was like really, like really small. People didn't even hear it until like the movie and the, and the, the album like came out and popularized it. Who put on Woodstock? Just a couple guys that lived in. There's New York. no way they made any money, at right? That, no, they lost. Farm, right? They lost a lot of money. Yeah, they lost. That's a lot. So crazy. Um, but then my other one would be Metallica in 1993, as the Berlin Wall was mm, like coming down, yeah. and they did a show like on the Berlin Wall. That would be pretty Whoa. sick. What yeah. side would you be on? <laughs> the side they did the concert on. Yeah. The free side. <laughs> the free side. <laughs> Wait, do you guys know anybody that went to Woodstock? 
Mm-mm. No. No. I've met people that have been, but I don't know them personally or have like relationships with them. Um, I would be Leonard Skinner. Mm. Leonard Skinner. It's a great one. That one came to my mind as well. That'd be um, awesome. Super small, intimate venue, probably in like Live Oak or Jacksonville. You'd have to see them in Jackson, like yeah, the seventies. Yeah. Uh, Did they start out in Jacksonville? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Showtime documentary on Skinner. That's a great documentary. Phenomenal. That's probably the only reason because that documentary just fired me up. It was great. Yeah. Dude, those those biopics that come out and that have been coming out over the last couple of years, like there's been there's been the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody on Queen, the Dirt on Motley Crue, which is mm. dope. Going to a Motley Crue concert would be wild, probably. Yeah, kind of in the same vein. I'm gonna go with GNR, Guns N' Roses, mm. yeah, Mint Condition, Axl Rose, just still a band, still a person. Or I'd go with Nirvana, like some grungy small bar in in Seattle. That'd be a good one too. Nirvana. You It'd would be just cool turn to... into a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be cool to be at their unplugged set when they recorded that. That was it. That's yeah. It's one of the best. Mm. Mm. Guns N' Roses. I think of. I think they played at Live Aid as well. Maybe. There's so many people played at Live Aid. They tried mm. to get that going again, didn't they? They're trying to. Uh, I think yeah. next year. That's good. What are they going to Live Aid this time? Aid. They should feel like they should do it like right now. Isn't it Aid again? They're not going to. It's in the know. name, right? Live Aid. I thought it was for hunger, or is it all I for it was AIDS? AIDS? I don't know, man. I don't think it's for AIDS. I thought it was they hunger. really missed that fucking. It's just on the word. dude. AIDS. Guns and Roses play no, live. I know. It's just, I it's know. Just, I understand. It I sounds better than live help. You know, so they're just helping people. I guess. All right. Well, <laughs> it was it was for famine relief. No, uh, not for AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, Ethi- I'm on a roll today. Whoever said that was correct. Ethiopian Wait, famine. Jake, who was yours? Um, I said uh, the, my first shot was Queen. Leonard Skinner would be a great one. Um, and then I said Motley Crue as well. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Well, kickstart my heart action. All right. Live. Be pretty sick to see wow. like a Mozart symphony get debuted. Yeah. All right. Next one. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the, na- the, the name of today's episode is going to be called respect the process. And so basically what we're kind of going to touch on is routines, kind of a goal setting little situation here. Um, and basically, you know, how those things intertwine and, and what we do in a day-to-day basis that kind of helps us function what we could be doing better to help us function at, you know, an even higher level. So kind of going into this new year, it's not a bad time to pick out our bad habits and maybe plug in some good habits. What do you you know about routines, Yanni? It's never too early for a panic attack. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Max. That's what I live by. Actually, it's never too early for a panic attack. Um, I love routines. I think routines are great. I think my favorite part of so a routine... respect the process or trust the process? I feel like you're a big trust the process feel guy. Like you, I feel like to respect it, you have to trust it. Mm. Damn. Whoa. Mm. And I feel like to trust it, you have to respect it. Oh. Because you don't trust anything you don't respect. So love, and you don't respect anything you don't trust. I love interchangeable shit, dude. Yeah. So they're intertwined. Intertwined. Love that. It's a circular reference. If you had to get a tattoo... Symbiotic one, of, I would say. One of those sayings, which one would you respect pick? or trust the process? It would be respect parentheses trust the process. Whoa! You know I mean? It was it would be trust my respect across my chest. If your tattoo, <laughs> if your tattoo has something with non- a K on it, like respect. Only, only God can trust my respect. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. If your tattoo has like non-traditional, um, what font, the, not font, but what are the what's a parenthesis? Quotation. What do you mean? 
What is that? It's a, it's syntax? A, it's a parenthesis. Oh, syntax. Syntax? Yeah. Oh, like the actual way that it, what it's called? Like incorrectly Like the category spoken. of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the category of like what fits, what's a comma? Dude, I don't know. I wasn't an English major. Sheesh. If, if Sheesh. it's beyond a comma, exclamation mark, or period, or a question mark, get out. Speaking it's of punctuation. Shitty punctuation. Punctuation. Thank what are you. What you talking? I just sat back down. It's I, honestly I was good <laughs> that you weren't a part of that. Yeah, it's probably. But speaking <laughs> of shitty tattoos, <laughs> I was scrolling on my uh, Facebook feed, and there's this reality show, bless you, Max. Bless you, Max. On Thanks. MTV, that basically they put two people and let them choose Bro, a tattoo. I saw that video. I think I know what you're talking that about. That they put on each other. It's and on like, Snapchat. Well, basically, they're pissed. Like they're not friends. They're like no enemies, or they're way. pissed off with each other. Yeah, and I and I and ever I've seen like three, four of them because once you get into a loop, Facebook feeds you. I saw with one on the internet that was like really bad. Was it the one where it was the guy with his belly button was the guy's butthole? Yeah, and then the guy was like on all fours, like, like turning around at him yes. on his stomach. So basically, you're you're if be like you're ex-girlfriend picks a tattoo to put on you permanently the one that i saw that really got me hooked in was it was of like a baggage claim in like an airport and and it says pick up your baggage basically and it's a bunch of bags in it and it was like mommy problems can't commit and then there was a there was a, a penis on the end of it and it just said small penis on the, <laughs> on the penis and that was a tattoo he got uh, but um that's awful those facebook al- algorithms are uh yeah are crazy I, I i feel like one time i messed up and i watched a, a woodworking video and now see you later i just have all now, these guys yeah. making like I these weird up by being interested in something no it was cool but like now all the only videos that show up are these guys making like these half wood half resin yes shiny on balls lathe, but you haven't gone that deep because you haven't hit the steel s steel the company mm. chainsaw championship yet so when you get that far just give me a call because I've, I've gone that right. i've gone all anyways the process the process i i started that so it's, yeah, i can't be like all right, so, all right let's get back on track here i think for me personally i love I, when i was younger i was not a very regimented person um and therefore i was fairly inefficient at things and i think the best part about having a routine that you do often mm. is you get so extremely efficient at things that you think wouldn't matter, but make your day so much easier. Mm-hmm. Like when I wake up yeah. in the morning, the first thing I do is I, I make my bed. I've gotten so fast at bed making. It's kind of absurd. And like I can be in and out of my house within 15 minutes, you know, fully, you know, everything done. They say about making, you're not supposed to make your bed the first thing when you wake up in the morning, you have to let it Why air out a little bit because when you sleep, you got like dead skin cells and like micro microbes and everything. Get work, young. Yeah, you know, I'm just looking after That's you. That's extremely inefficient. You're so yeah. You're so. <laughs> Does efficient. somebody have a pen? <laughs> can we, How long uh, do I have to wait? Can we go around and so first thing you do in the morning is make your bed, Yanni. Yeah, the first thing I do is I get up, I make my bed, I let the dog out, mm-hmm. I bring the dog back in, brush my teeth, get ready, go to the gym. All right, so you make your bed first. First. So for me, I go, I mean, I don't do this because you said it, Jake, but now I'm going to continue with it, is first I go outside, get some sun, and let the dog out and take like what 10 time minutes. You what time are you waking up? I think Jake and I have the same idea. We're like, sun? <laughs> no sun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, mean, I wake up and stumble outside because I can't fucking see him. Yeah, I'm not waking up in the pitch black. I mean, I, I think what now the time change, it's... Gets lighter on six forty. Yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. usually no. I'm are you usually feel, probably are you feeling it at like the, seven o'clock? You feeling it with the blinds? That's nice. Six forty five. I'm waking up and seven o'clock. I'm outside. That's nice. I um. I'm gonna quote 
Little Wayne, Lil Wayne, because I wake up in the morning, take a piss and wash my hands, take a knee and thank the man, then get back to that money. So nice. that is exi- that's what you do every day, every day, every single day. Thank you, Max. Thanks. <laughs> that explains <laughs> where all my money's been going. Um, no, my first thing I do when I wake up is hit the snooze button. <laughs> all right, <laughs> at least you're that's honest. Okay. At least you're a big honest. snooze guy. If it's you do it every day, it's part of your routine. It's every, okay. It's part of my that's routine. True. I lay in bed for at least. 30 minutes every single day. Do you back set your alarm? What? Do you set your alarm to account for that? Yeah. yeah. So I, you like, if you if you have to be up at 7, you set an alarm at 6. I mean, yeah, because I have different stuff going on every day. Like, I'll be in the office by 8.30 most days. But if I need to be there before that, obviously that'll take precedent and I'll just get up and I'll go to the shower. Or I'll wake up earlier and then still get my 30 minutes of laying in bed. But... Yeah, really bad <laughs> habit. Another peg. There's two bad habits going on right now. Yanni likes to lean back and break the wheel. <laughs> I fucking hate um, this wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back on my morning workout grind. So yeah, that feels I can't, good. I did that for a little while when a couple of years ago we would get up and we would go work out. But I just I can't I don't I can do it, but I hate it. I hate myself. And my mornings are all about like me like learning to just be in a good mood you know like not learning to be in a good mood but just getting yourself in a good getting myself there yeah and me waking up and having to do a bunch of shit i don't want to do is like big for my mental health i think this is something that people get so confused with they think that because one person i really enjoy waking up early in the morning you really don't enjoy waking Mm -hmm. up early in the morning no i like i like waking up early I don't. I just don't like the act of waking up. Like if it's seven and I'm like on it and I'm feeling it. Oh, you're up. Then I'm good. Yeah, because I mean I'm up to early, and once I'm up, is I'm seven good. o'clock early to you? Yeah. On like a Saturday. Yeah. It's fair on a Saturday. Um, I, I just think that's people that people feel pretty, like that was a pretty like clarifying yeah, day. To, clarifying. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Monday through Friday. Yeah. I think. It, I, regardless, I mean, I'm up at six thirty yeah. every like it's it's the act of getting up. Doesn't matter what the time is. Once I'm up, I'm up and I'm good. It's just the getting out of bed physically. Sure, I feel like people because all these people online tell you you have to wake up at this time. If you're not up at, at two in the morning, then you're fucking missing out on how much of your day. <laughs> it's like some people just don't function well in the morning. It's actually more inefficient to wake up and not function than just to sleep the amount of time that you need to sleep. Yeah, 100%. And, and do what you have to do. Just be more efficient just, on the later end of your day. Yeah, you. It's just it's a discipline. I think a lot of people like wrapping their hands around saying, oh, I'm disciplined. I can wake up early every single time. But there's other disciplines I think you can have in your life that do the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That being said, I wake up early every day. What time do you wake up? Um, five. And you go work out every day, or are you just taking you at the dog now? So, um, it's funny. I'm just nodding my head, like you guys can totally hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I wake up at five every day, um, or like around that time. Now it involves taking the dog out. Um, what time do you go to sleep? I think that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. Um, like Yanni, you are actually like you are not an anomaly, but like you're part of that that group of of individuals that you know operates in this world very efficiently to your point but also on a very short sleep schedule i feel like yeah i'm a i'm a i'm good i can function really well at five hours right really well i can half-ass my way at four hours but i'm not happy and i'm not fun to work with and i'd prefer hours of sleep what about you jake so now that you're the second earliest wake up guy in the group I mean, obviously, the, my, my goal every night is to get seven hours of sleep. Um, but truthfully, it's probably closer to like 
six and a half. Six, six and a half, just based on when I fall asleep at night. And I function just fine on six hours of sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm very good. And I could even do five, like Yanni's saying. But, like, I, I mean, I could suck it up and, and, and work on whatever I need to work on, you know, as far as mm. the quantity of sleep that I have. But mm. the idea, the ideal is seven hours. True. I get lethargic if I go past eight hours of sleep. I feel, mm. I don't feel great. I don't know the last time I slept past eight hours. I don't even I don't even know the last time I slept past seven hours of sleep. I just don't. Yeah. If, if I don't go to the gym, I try and sleep in to get seven hours. But you know. And is depends. that is that seven hours that you were in bed for, or were you in bed, you know, for eight eight and a half hours? Because that's usually when you're getting seven hours no, of sleep. You're right. It's that's bullshit. What I'm saying. I'm in bed. I'm in bed. I mean, I would love to say that I'm able to sleep on a on a moment's notice. I've never been that yeah, kind so of person. You're probably getting, you know, five and a half, six hours of sleep. Maybe when it comes well, to Well, there's six, some yeah. there's so many aspects like to a routine. Some are quantifiable and some are qualifiable, right? And so like sleep is both in, in effect, because you can get short amount of sleep, but it could be really good to enough to energize you, right? We all know REM sleep sure. and all that good stuff. And I know, you know, Nick, you and Yanni, uh, and Jake, I think, have the the means to we all have you know, haptic devices, things that, that that can pull our HR or, you know, our heart rate, whatever it may be. Um, or but, HR, MP, or TVUs, but all, your, all the acronyms. Your, your stuff works a lot better. Like, you have the Whoop. No no shout out to Whoop because y'all don't sponsor us yet, but you have the Whoop, Nick, and you can quantify your sleep and qualify your sleep. And I feel like in a routine, the more things, what gets guys all jazzed up about the efficiency of things is, like, it's taken care of. It's sure. one less thing to think about during your day. So you've got a million different things you're juggling, call it with work, relationships, you know, your own planning. Sometimes even planning like fun shit can be stressful on your everyday oh, yeah. life, right? Absolutely. And I feel like the less you have to think about the things leading up to those decisions, the better your day is, the better your brain is. And I know there's some sort of end rant with this, but there's some number out there that your brain is only capable of handling so many tasks at a given time, right? Sure. Or think about or even consider them in the in the of course narrow vicinity of our thinking. Um, so I feel like the easier that process gets, the better. You know, to to kind of touch on your point, and I'm gonna self promote myself here. Uh, before we started this podcast, I had written an article and put it on my LinkedIn. I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys remember this. this. I do remember it. And it was, and basically it was basically saying, I had read a whole bunch of studies and found out that you're probably underusing your bandwidth. Most people underuse their bandwidth Mm -hmm. and the brain is a muscle and it has to be trained or should be, I think it's an organ. Is it considered an organ or a muscle? I think it's an it's an organ. It's definitely an organ. It can be trained like a muscle, meaning you're going to go through a sore period but you can totally accomplish more things. We're such idiots sometimes. Oh, I'm not a doctor. I'm in the furniture business. But I, I don't know what I'm talking about what, brains. What did I go to brain school? Yeah. <laughs> and so basically, I don't know. I found that if you if you subject yourself to more and more things, you can accomplish more things. But I of course, there's that. a there's got to be a limit. I mean, you, there's there's got to be a limit. Routines can, routines can be great and routines can be detrimental as well. I think personally, and I'm and I'll I'll explain that real fast. And you guys, I'm curious to hear what you guys think because I think a routine is great from the standpoint of you know getting knocking out the things that are going to make you that much better, right? The workout, the food prep, 
um, you know, the, the daily tasks at, at the job that allow you to have more open room for whether it's development or enhancement, whatever it is that you have to do, right? But I also think routines can hurt because I think humans in, in nature are not meant to be so finite with how they spend their time. And I think sometimes we get so rigid with routine that we forego certain opportunities or we just forget to kind of like be in that moment otherwise. I don't know. Well, they definitely create I mean, ruts. Well, yeah, you kind of get trapped in, exactly, you get trapped in your box and you don't want to go and say yes to that thing that might be a great new experience or might lead to a whole bunch of opportunity because you have to, it's part of my routine to go to the gym after work or it's part of my routine to uh, cook, I have to cook dinner tonight so I can't go out and meet these new exactly. people. And so it's like, those that will stuff will hold you back for sure. And I think that's a really important part of having a routine is building in some of that open exploratory time into what you do every day. That's mm. why you go to the gym before work. Mm. Exactly. If if you're if you have a good routine, that's not you the cure all for your routine rest. <laughs> no, 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 no. Chase I Chase disagree. brings up the exact I, well and and Nick, you are go ahead then, because I don't want to build no, on I, I think you know, if like if you want to use the gym example and if if you think that you know the routine and going to the gym every single morning before work that's like your thing i think it's it's more than just like that's like your time right that's your time to get ready for your day and that's part of it but i think you know to chase or your point it's like having a built-in like unknown right a built-in little bit of a wild factor into your routine so for me you know, I don't look. We're at, just saying, fuck your routine. Sometimes, mm -hmm. well, you have to, for as I think honestly, I don't mean to cut you off, Nick, but I think you should be very rigid in your routine in some places and very flexible in other places. Because if you're rigid, eventually you're gonna break. Mm -hmm. you, you have to build in flexibility. That's kind of, your life. yeah, that's kind of what I'm alluding and, to. And that's my thing too. Is like I kind of look at some of my routines as like a week long type thing and not a daily routine. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's not all right, I didn't get to the gym today or I didn't sleep well last night. This day I blew it. It's on a week span for me. So if I don't go to the gym or if I don't sleep well, it's like, okay, let's make up for this by Saturday or Friday night on staying in and stretch it out to a seven day type thing opposed to every day. If I don't do this, it's not a successful day. So if I don't get a workout in Saturday morning, instead of sleeping in and watching football, I go for, you know, a, a long run because I don't have that time during a regular work week. Yeah, that speaks a lot to what Yanni was just saying about how it's important to have these these certain um, edicts in your in your schedule where it's like, I have to get this done. So if your week-long schedule is like, all right, I, I need to work out five times. Mm -hmm. It's like if you miss a day and you're trying to go every morning, oh, you missed a day, you had a you know, rough night of sleep the night before. I have to work out five times this Sunday. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. like, yeah, all right, you, got, you just got to get hey, back on that horse there, and, man. And, and just fit an extra workout in on a day that you thought was going to be an off day because mm -hmm. you have now taken your off day. Yeah, far too many times people use the excuse of things that are part of their routine as reasons for not doing certain activities or not, you know, at least jumping outside of their comfort zone. And I think that is the crutch that we all have to, you know, when we're talking about these processes like the day to day that we need to avoid. And honestly, now that I'm talking about it, I'm kind of shining a light on my newly created 2020 uh, routine that I've, I've recently, you know, built for myself that I've been doing for call it the past two weeks. Um, and, and you have to be willing to break it to your point, Yanni, you can't be so rigid that you stick with it, you know, through and through no matter what. I think if, go ahead, Nick, I'm sorry. 
But I, mm-hmm. I think an important thing for routines, and it sounds like, you know, Jake and Yanni are here with the always waking up early mm-hmm. and, you know, getting that workout in. But there's a, uh, there's a book by a gentleman named James Clear. It's called Atomic Habits. And the, what the book, the book breaks down is the fact that, you know, you can go and say, all right, I want to work out every single morning. But all of a sudden, if you don't get that workout in, that throws you off. Like, that's to my point. But in creating these habits and creating these routines, it's about starting small mm. and just getting a small goal in to eventually build it up. So that way it's not a, a, a pass or fail kind of thing. And the example that he uses is if it's, you know, if you want to read every day or if you want to floss your teeth every day, it's okay, set a goal to floss one tooth per day or read one sentence in a book per day. So if you do that, you're getting your goal, you know, that's your goal. You're also going to probably do more than that. Exactly. So it's, you know, kind of setting the bar. Could you imagine if someone stopped it? at one tooth? <laughs> They're like, all right, did it. Nice. Back, you know, Their so that's the spent. idea of creating routines using that, you know, kind of mythology there. Sure. And since you brought up goal setting, that's kind of a good, uh, a good transition into another topic that I want to touch base on, which is how do you guys efficiently set goals and how do you integrate your routine in setting goals? Because I think the one of the, for me personally, the best part of my routine is that I've built in times where I can put new things in. For instance, I started running in the past few months and because I've allowed myself end of day time, I can go to the gym in the morning, run at night and my routine has never changed, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I have a mentor who's taught me a lot about goal setting and I'll share, I'll try to expand, expand upon it as fast as I can without being too verbose. So three things or a couple things that he told me. One is that there are three types of people. There are people that can look out day to day. They, they literally do not think from today, tomorrow, that's as far as they can look ahead into the future. There are people that can look, call it a week. They can look to their work week and plan ahead their week whether it be, you know, we're talking routine here. And then there are people here, there are people who can do like three, like uh, one to three months. And then like the masterful level is, is like a full year ahead, right? They can think six to six months to a full year ahead. And he said, realistically, most people really stay in that one week to one month range. That's the most comfortable that we can be with, with long-term, you know, planning. Um, outside of that, you know, outside of like booking a flight, you know, out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. But I'm talking about like your work goals, your like personal setting a health meeting goal. for three months from now. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm talking about more of like, you know, are you thinking about what you're going to be concerned with three months from now already? Sure. That's more of what I'm talking about. Not so much the actual putting things on a calendar. Mm-hmm. Um, so contemplate that, take that into consideration. Now, the way I try to go about goal setting now um, and I'm not perfect at it. It's just the the mentality that I try to take is imagine a hockey stick. You got a hockey stick the traditional way that it's being held with the short side of the stick on the ice and the tall, long side of the stick stemming up. Right? Where take, are you going with this? Yeah, take, I, no, this is good. This, <laughs> this is, is good. good. Take the before. take the person out of the equation. Just think about the hockey stick. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people set their goals to be like the the traditional hockey stick, which is where it's your goal is so lofty. I have to make $500,000 in sales by the end of this year. And you might go, or excuse me, think of the hockey stick Max, laying down. You got this. <laughs> I've heard this before from you. Think, you got this. Think of, the going, hockey, dude. think of the hockey stick laying down with the short side You're sticking so up. Close. Okay. So if you had a $500,000 sales goal, mm-hmm. that's at the long end of the hockey stick. That's at the long end of the hockey stick. You're not going to realize that goal 
until really month 11, month 12, right? How would you know? Because mm-hmm. you're still working towards it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you flip the hockey stick and have the short end as your time duration period and go. the goal as the longer period, then you can realize, okay, so my week my week goal is to set two meetings with XYZ prospect. Mm-hmm. Now your goals are much shorter, can be realized much more quickly, and you have more to keep you going throughout the year. So that's how I look at goal setting. I think it's... Either we're getting really good at this podcast thing or we're meshing on this topic because that brings me into my next thing, which is setting <laughs> milestones. And so how milestones can kind of help us go along the way and be, long, be long-term be long oriented while still have the ability to be short-sighted because we all kind of need those little nuggets of success mm-hmm. to keep us moving. What's a uh, difference, do you think, between goals and milestones? Mm. A goal, uh, okay. A goal my, is yeah, like the ultimate, and, and I think what Yanni's saying is a milestone is something that lets you know you're on your way to achieving your goal. Meaning, if you if you move, it, let's say you have, I don't know, you say five hundred thousand dollars in sales. Uh, yeah, you could even so say, let's say like each I wanna... month. Yeah, each month, let's say you want to make X amount of dollars. If you don't hit that for that month, effectively, you have veered off of your course from the goal that you've set. Depending on the business, if you're, you're looking in. at yeah. it from let's, a per let's average, put it real simply, right? There's a three mile road, okay, that is straight, okay. It's a straight road. You got that part. I got that part. Okay. So when you get to the <laughs> end of that road, going on. when you get to the end of that road, that's a goal. Three miles. Every mile along the way, there's a stone on the road. A literal stone. And it's and it says mile one, mile two, and then there's the end, which is the third mile. Every time you hit one of those milestones, you're like, all right, I'm closer to my goal. So milestone is what you're doing on the way to your goal. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's or how I like it's to think the, it. it's it the lets you know that you're that on you're, the right yeah. way. It's like, right. hey, Nick, you're one mile in to this three mile road. Right. I see them as, as veering off. If you miss it, you veer off course. You need to overcorrect for the next month. Or like, hey, dude, you turned another year older. You're like one step closer to dying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Might as well get it over with. <laughs> the Just ultimate go. goal. Yeah. <laughs> Happy milestone. <laughs> Everybody's ultimate goal. Yeah. Yep. So that's milestones. And then another thing that helps me with goals is writing them down. And I didn't know this until pretty recently, but I read I read this thing on I forgot the freaking website. I'll have to find it and, and put it up. But basically this professor from her name is Gail Matthews. She's from Dominican University. Uh, she says you are esteemed. Esteemed. That sounds legit. Yeah, it's in California. She said writing down your goals. Oh, I thought it was in the Dominican. Damn. No, no. Is that what was, they, they is that school what there? Was <laughs> no, they're all sarcastically <laughs> esteemed about in it. The Dominican <laughs> Republic, they're all completely illiterate. How no dumb was it to assume that Dominican University was in the Dominican? So stupid of you, bro, and God. insensitive. Honestly, we're gonna we're gonna make sure you're doxed. Oh my God, oh boy. So anyways, back to my point, 42% more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down and have them as a visual aid mm. somewhere, which is a pretty significant amount. It's not something, it's not like, oh, you're 1.4%. Yeah, that's nothing to sweat at. No. So are you guys big to-do list guys? I, I am. not remember anything if I didn't have to-do lists. Big to-do list guy. Um, I love the feeling. How do you record your to-do lists? What do you mean? I write them down. I know, but... Like there's I've, a lot of ways. Do you have a notebook? Do you have? Do you write them on a sticky note? Do you put note, them on your, phone? on your phone? I have a notebook and I have reminders to help me remind mm-hmm. myself. I carry a notebook, but I don't actually put my to-do list in my notebook. I write sticky notes yeah, or like I have, I have a journal at. Notes. I have a nice sized, like a larger mm-hmm. version of this at work that I write my goals into. That's all preference. I have not found. I like writing stuff down. I I agree. I agree because I feel like I commit it to memory better when I write it you as do. opposed to when I type it. 
And when I type it, I feel like I can, if I get a reminder, I can just... It's been so long. Away. Like it's gone. And then like it's gone. Well, it's, it's like typing is such an automatic function. You think it and before yeah. you know it, your fingers have hit it. Whereas writing is so much Ooh, more analog. Nice. How crazy so is that? That that's our... I was just about to say... It, it wasn't that way five years ago. I was going to say, thinking it back to like Ten. handwriting, it's nice to just write some things sometimes because you're like, you wonder how your boss or like your parents like write like shit. It's because they haven't written something like a paper in so long. <laughs> when you're in school, you're like writing every day. So you're, that's like Yo, at your peak of handwriting. That's a... I remember in maybe elementary school, you know, we'd be schools out for the summer and, you know, you'd have your summer reading that you probably didn't do or like any kind of summer work. And then my mom would, she would make me start. I didn't do my summer reading. Yeah. And a a quick aside, I remember I came back to one class, AP Gov, and I was the only person in my entire class that read the book. That class oh man I would, I would forget when i was younger like you would forget how to write because you wouldn't write yeah. anything because you'd always be on your phone or you had no reason to write when you were younger that's that's actually funny and that's real um I think if you stop doing anything for three months, you'll have a pretty pretty nice little it's buffer. Like, do between you think you could write in cursive? Could you write a whole page story in cursive right now? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I only I try to only write in cursive, or I, I write ugly. some like really? mishmash. I have some mishmash language that apparently only I can read, which is like three quarters of the way cursive. Is, it, is your handwriting bad? It's not. It, when I pay attention, it's not bad. Mm. But if I'm writing for myself shorthand, I'm the only one that we can have read a pretty. It. Jake, Jake has the best handwriting. Yeah, Jake writes in capitals. You write like a fucking computer, bro. It's not that great, but I appreciate the compliment. Jake's got dad writing. Dad writing? Yeah. They stopped teaching cursive now in school. I was, I'm actually no about way. to attempt no. to write in cursive. It's I'm just, just to see if I remember yes. it. It's pretty. Remember when you were in, in school and the kid, they'd be like, you got to learn cursive otherwise, because that's what all the adults Or you can't go use. to third grade. Yeah, they were like, everyone, <laughs> that's, that's, a, everyone that's the man uses cursive. Get with it or get lost. That's basically. what they told you? Yeah, that's what they told me. Where'd you go to school? Uh, dude, I don't want to throw my school into the bus. <laughs> we could have just been, I could have been learning my taxes in third grade, dude. You know where I went Stupid. to school, I know bro. where you went to school. <laughs> no, but kind of getting back on, on topic though, I feel like now, cause it, it, we're topical we are, we're talking about routine, but routine has played a part in, I'm sure some of the resolutions or goals that you've set for yourself at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year, right? Your routine might be a goal that you set for yourself at the beginning of the year. And if you're listening to this right now, first of all, pat yourself on the back. You're probably good looking and you probably have great taste and humor. But also, if you're listening to this right now. Really ridiculously good looking. If you're listening to this right now as well, don't be ashamed to to get out there and, and put yourself out there for what you're trying to accomplish. I know a lot of people are doing it right now, so it's annoying. Like you, like it's the thing with like the influx of people at the gym. It's the influx of people who are like posting their food on their Instagram. Like, look at me, I'm cooking for myself for the first time in 75 days, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all good and dandy. But I think, you know, what we lose with social media, what we forget with social media is that it's supposed to be like, you know, bonding us like, Oh, look at Yanni getting up early. I should fucking get up early. Right. You know what I mean? And I hope it motivates people. Right. And that being said, I'm not going to be the guy that posts it all over Instagram because I'm not good at that. (laughs) No, but, uh, but a way you can combat that is you can have something called an accountability buddy. Hey, (laughs) an accountability buddy is somebody who holds you accountable to uh to your goals i think it's a south park why don't we do that right here it is it's it was to keep people from, we do from, we got all from of our we got the five of us here things. at one time That's uh, okay good. you remember that 
Yeah, was and that South one Park? Butters is Fear and yeah, Curious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm by Curious. Butters and, and Cartman, right? Curious. Wasn't Cartman there with him? Nick was my accountability buddy during Sober October. I wouldn't have gotten it through it without... I fucking uh, live oh with Oh, yeah, you. and Max was my <laughs> accountability buddy during Sober October. Chase is much better at cursive than I am, by the way. Well, For those of you who can't see, we're passing yeah. on a piece of paper yes. that we've been cursing Jake on. and Chase have been quiet because the last 10 minutes they've been writing two lines in cursive. <laughs> well, Chase wrote his Dude, much I faster than I wrote mine in like line. a second. A second. You oh, guys yeah. are over there doing common core math and we're trying to figure out how to how to be more accountable. Look, I'm just trying to make Miss Piffith my fourth grade teacher proud. <laughs> well, you doxed her. That's it. Oh, oh, speaking of doxing, hold on, before we go off this, do you guys know that kid, that Catholic school kid, you remember there was that Trump issue with the kid in the hat and the Indian? It was like in the Midwest or something? He, no, it was in D.C. He sued, he sued the somebody for slander for $270 million, somebody fact check me, but he, he won a lawsuit for, against them for slander. They definitely Whoa. settled, they didn't, they didn't Well, you know what, I, he, they maybe settled, they won it, but yeah, anyways, doxing. Go ahead. Um, Public, ad personal, and, and advertising. It's on your general liability. I have a question <laughs> for, for Jake and Yanni. You sued CNN. Shoot. That's oh, savage. Hell yeah. Like I said, My man. general liability. Yeah. How has having a four-legged friend in your life now contributed to your routine? Oh, I find that I get up even earlier in the morning. Time out for Yanni. <laughs> Settlement. Is not disclosed, but that's what was in the lawsuit. Two seventy, two seventy-five. I was close. Nice. Um, Settle for a hundred. How's the dog win. affecting your routine? Settle for ten. Me, not very much. <laughs> I wake up. I wake up. Um, actually, I wake up at the same time. I have actually. This is actually a good. A good. Uh, I guess exercise. Adv advocation. Advocation. Was that a word? Self promo. Jake, Jake, what are you trying to say here? Jake. I'm advocating for a routine. You're yes. abdicating. Av oh, you're saying that advocating. You're, you're saying that you're a dog. Abulating. <laughs> yeah. Routines having are good. the dog, having the dog has forced me to become even more efficient you're, in the things I do in the morning. You're oscillating. Oh, ovulating for okay. the routine. <laughs> I see. I know. I, knew, I see where Yanni's going with this. I have gotten so efficient because I don't necessarily. I cannot afford advantageous, beneficial. Yeah, like, I so cannot afford to wake up. Get married, early. get debt, get kids, get a dog, get a boat, get a new car, and you will be fucking efficient as hell. Right, that's exactly you what I'm will, saying. My guys get up at two thirty. I for am that saying routine. exactly that. <laughs> you will become you. Will, the Supreme Rita does not cheat. You can bust all energy. <laughs> you won't I've, even poop anymore. I've learned. I've learned to get up initiate teeth brushing while I'm making my bed and opening the crate for the dog nice. in, a, in a very swift move. You just become bed. very conscious yeah. of what you're yeah. doing, yes. for sure. You just become very like inwardly conscious. And like to Nick's point, there is a beauty to like Chase's 30 minutes in bed, Yanni's, you know, early wake up to make his bed and do the things. Like you probably, I, I can imagine that when you take Bane out and you decide to stroll over to like the water side, you know, that's a, a moment of clarity. It's like sure. a moment Who of... Who says the water side, bro? You mean <laughs> the beach? The water side? <laughs> Down oh, by I the know. edge? I live on a canal, so sometimes when I so want to see... to the canal. I've never heard water side. I would say... I would say... Water side, balls. <laughs> coastal... What do you think, Jake? Um, so my dog, my dog Crash is brand new. I've had him now for four Brand four new, weeks. Just, just bought him from the old puppy mill. From the yeah. old mill. Yeah. <laughs> um... Do we pu we publish that episode right about dogs? It was our second second episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah and since then neither yeah. of you guys adopted a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the heck? My mother roasted. No, but you know what? To be fair, We're we also raised we also raised 
uh, a few thousand dollars yeah. to get a heart surgery um, for right, their well, foster dog. Well, so. listen. So it, you as know, a group, he shook my uh, he he shook my routine for a little bit. I was getting up at the same time, but also waking up every two hours prior to that. Yeah. So I just didn't did not have the gym in me. Rough. Um, but the last two nights, Crash has been he's been fantastic. When I knock on wood, um, and uh, it has made. Like I went to the gym this morning. It felt great to be back. It was it was a good time. I wanted I had a question to ask the group though before like we really started wrapping it up. I know we're we're getting sure we're getting uh, high getting on time. On. Is it high on time or low on time? I think it could be high. Low on time for like remainder. Time. High on time if we're talking about how long it's been going. True. Anyway, um, what I know we've been talking about goal setting and and routines and whatnot. Is there anything that you guys have in your routine at the like the end of the day or like when you get home that helps you like okay. The day is ending. I'm relaxing. This is what I do. Yeah. I like to, like I said, I try to end my day with a run. Like I'll feed the dog. It's not relaxing. No, no, no. It, the, the end of the day, you don't run and then just rack out like the <laughs> I last do. day. Why? You, no, anyway. All right. Go okay, ahead. Okay, I, 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 little, I feed the, the wind dog. Down. The yeah, wind the wind down. down. I get home from work. The dog gets fed. I shower. I change for my run. I take the dog for a walk. I bring the dog back home. I go for a run. I come back protein shake and i'm knocked out shower and i'm knocked out Hmm. i mean to me because i i expend the last little bit of energy i possibly have in that run and then i'm crashed so it's just shower to bed shower to bed yeah Mm. interesting Mm. because i'm i'm a big shower you know i don't like showering and then going right to bed i like trying to shower a little earlier uh if possible and then it's usually like I don't like doing TV at all um, before bed. It's usually like reading and kind of just definitely like getting re- mm. reading it before bed. Nice. I feel like possible. I feel exposed right now because I used to be a big read before bed guy, and as of late, I've been heavy on the TV and it's in and also on the phone. And I I don't know why my the rest of my not resolutions, but things that I've wanted to start in in 2020 and get better at have been going fine. But that has not. And I, I think it's because I haven't actually taken a moment to, to say that and admit that. It's been 13 days. You're doing all right. <laughs> yeah, it's been more like... Honestly, you're fucked. Yeah, I was going to say. But so that you goes back stop. to the... I mean, it's pretty, you habits. should stop going to bed. It's pretty much 2021 already. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, but, you know, so it's good to just admit that. So if you're listening to this, admit it. Admit it if you're, like, coming up short on something because it feels... That's, like, something that I do miss. And, and recently I've acquired some nice things that can make that end of day come down very like possible which mm-hmm. is like i got a sweet salt lamp salt <laughs> rock lamp i got salt rock lamp an Does oil it work himalayan I've, himalayan salt lamp i have a, yeah it works it's a fucking salt lamp have you not seen those big ones? no i mean big i know pink, what they are i just think rock it's supposed to give you energy it's supposed to give you the rock yeah some positive vibes do you, do you rub jade on your balls before you sleep too? <laughs> <laughs> no it's uh i'm pretty sure that it's because salt is uh Positive, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? pH ions, yes. charged iodons, charged plus. Charged. I did not say iodons, <laughs> I said ions, ions, midichlorians, <laughs> midichlorians, high midichlorians. Yes, all the midichlorians. <laughs> I'm a Jedi. Oil diffuser, it's nice. Nice. What scent, bro? Yo, which 16 Are you a lavender guy? girl's bedroom? You look you like rate? a lavender guy. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you my huff on lavender. Chase, like literally my girlfriend, Chase, 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 what do you do? To relax, Joe Poe. At the end of the night. At the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. at the end of your day, like after the work day. He, he stops at McDonald's, gets a Big Mac, and then goes to sleep. Yeah. I mean, realistically, oh. 
I know that the I'm accountability buddying him. It's been it's been slandered, but going to the gym after work is the great. Mm. It's a way better workout for me. I really like because you just get to block out everything and just kind of zone in there for a nice hour and a half. You go home, you cook dinner. It's nice. It's a long work. See, so I I, I like to work out in the mornings so that way when I get home after we cook dinner, I'm playing PlayStation, man. Cannot. PlayStation for Jake. Well, Cannot. What's your game right now? Right now, I'm playing. I am playing. Don't start this. Beginning of January. What's your game? Uh, I'm playing The Witcher Three right now. Um, I've tried a couple times to get into it, and now I'm finally like really You're into, in, into it. it, loving it. Um, and that's the end of Jake's game. But I'm a big. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys kill me. I could talk for hours. Yeah, we don't want to get started. We know this. I was a big read before bed guy too for a really long time. Yes. It's hard. Um. To do it now, I used to read for probably like 30 minutes before bed at least, and it was always fiction. I got through some really good, like, really good series of books that I enjoyed very much, and I haven't really done that in a while. I need to get back on that. Let's do it. Right. Let's motivate each other. Let's use this podcast the as a way to motivate one Well, it's a great way to segue into the wheel, the wheel segment. Right. Or, well, I guess we can't use the wheel because the wheel is currently out of commission. Yeah, um, is it? Wheels out of commission. We're going to use right. another peg off. Yes. Yeah, well, I knocked another peg off. I got to redesign this wheel thing. I'm getting kind of annoyed <laughs> yeah. with the situation. Yes. So, so we'll spin it for sound effect. <laughs> just sure. For the, just for the sake of... Uh, What's the wheel? What are we I'm doing? having a sound effect. Um, so the person that the wheel lands on gets to choose a, a part of their routine and the rest of the group has to do it. Mm-hmm. Huh. So let's say, for for example, if it lands on me, I'm going to make all of you wake up at 4.15 in the morning. For how long? Until <laughs> uh, the next week. podcast, a week. Okay, done. So it's not long enough to where it becomes a habit, but it's long you enough have to, to get where, a, you know. All this has to be timestamped if that's going to be, be on our. It'll be on our Instagram. You have to Instagram. check in via Snapchat every morning. Oh, I don't have one of those. Within five or ten minutes. No, well, not Instagram, Snapchat. Instagram. DM me. Instagram. Uh, oh yeah, you could DM. Yeah. Yeah. It'll okay. go on, no, it'll go on. Our, it'll go on the four and a half mics Instagram story. Okay. Does everyone have? Something does everyone in, have something in I their routine? Something. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. Damn, I kind of want to just fuck you, Yanni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta fucking go to get a Big Mac after work every time, bro. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Spin, spin the. <laughs> like you gotta that. kick your dog every morning, dude. <laughs> Quote, spin the wheel. Really, we're going to use the random number generator. All right, I have assigned numbers. <laughs> oh, it's so bad sounding. It sounds like it's limping. The dog is freaking out. It landed on Yanni. Did it really? I swear oh, to God. God bless you can't use the same one that you already you already said. Yeah. All right, you wake up at 4.30 every morning. Oh, uh, well, I'm up at 5 every morning. Does that count? 4.30. That's 30 minutes. Said 4.50, bro. 4.15. I never said 4.50. Can we do 4.45 for posterity? 4.40. 447. 440. It's not the correct use of the word for 30 minutes. Yeah. It, if okay. you if you wake up at three something, you can wake up. No. <laughs> I have to say I have to be out of bed. You have to be awake. When do I have to be out of bed? 440. Can we just call it five? No. What? <laughs> no. Four okay. All right. Done. Saturday. Challenge Saturday? accepted. Saturday? No. Yeah, no weekends. Boys. I'm weekends you can weekend. do what you want to do, but no, no, five days. No. If it's a challenge, oh, you want to fight your Sunday. challenge, dude. <laughs> oh, so I thought we said. What do you do on podcast? the weekends? What's your routine? My routine on the weekends. Yeah. Well, the the gym opens at eight, so I'm up at seven. Okay, deal. Bingo. Four forty. Nick. Four forty Monday through Friday this week. Seven, seven on Saturday and Sunday. Report back Monday. We can wake up regular time on Monday or se- or four forty one more time on Monday. 
Uh, I think wake up regular time Monday. I think it's fine. Okay. So we have or if you want officially going to bed at seven forty five every night. Let's get it. This is a fun challenge. Four days, bro. It's a pretty big change for people who aren't used to waking up early. Got to go to bed early. I think Saturday Sunday would be fun, but hey. You're going. I'll honey. do it with you. You don't count. I'll do it. He's with out you. of. T- he's not here. If you want for bonus points, he's go ahead and do, do it, it anyways. If you want for bonus points, go ahead and do it anyway. So that wraps up our uh, trust, believe the super duper process um, <laughs> episode. Trust your four thirty. No, process. no, you said it earlier. You have to respect, respect. the process. You have to trust the process in order to respect. Yeah, you it. must trust to respect. Um, next week we have. Fuck. Who's going next week? Chase, are you? Uh, no, I think it's Max. Uh, yeah, it is great. Max. I would love so to be Max it. is Max is gonna be a half mic next week. Um, do us a huge favor and check out our boys over at Sandbar Clothing Company at Where'sYourSandbar.com. Oh. Enter the code half mics H A L F M I C S for twenty percent off of your entire order. The way you say L is weird, but L L. I don't know. It just caught me. It just, <laughs> triggered, just triggered me. It's a good and, weird. It's um, a good weird. And then follow us on Facebook, Snapchat. We don't have a Snapchat. Facebook, Instagram. I'm just going to do a fun shout out for a great clothing company that I'm wearing today. It's called oh, yeah. BigCigarGuy.com. BCG. Go get a shout. Uh, go give it a look. If you like cigars, if you like golf, if you like... <laughs> I was going to say privilege. Farts. If you like privilege, that's good. All right. Nice. All great. right. Well, on that note, boys, peace out. Later. See ya. Ooh, ooh.